a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography, and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. Today, we're chatting with Dixie from Dixie Lee Events, who is a venue coach and owns her own wedding venue, The Farm in Rome, which is located in Georgia. Today, we're chatting about the key to being a venue's top preferred photographer, and I can't wait for you guys to meet Dixie. A little bit about Dixie is that she's been in the wedding industry for over 12 years. Dixie has experienced a lot when it comes to weddings, from the highs of seeing a surprise proposal to the lows of a no-show vendors and fighting in the wedding party. I think we all can relate. She shares why being listed on the venue's preferred listing is something that every wedding venue should strive for, and I can't wait for you guys to meet her. So a few things to announce before we begin. Have you guys heard that we have a shop? Yes, it's true. The Tea with Janae shop is officially online and we have our very first online course in there, how to start your podcast. We have our e-guides, our marketing jumpstart guide, and a couple of freebie downloads for you too. So head on over, visit teawithjanae.com and click on the button shop at the top in the menu bar. Also, don't forget to read our latest blog post, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. Hope to see you guys in there. All right, let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hey there, I have a quick question for you. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast but didn't know how to get started? Well, I've got some exciting news to share because our brand new online course, How to Start a Podcast and Share Your Voice, is live. Inside this course, I teach you how to start your own podcast, edit and produce your own episodes, get guests, become a guest, and I even share how to promote your show after it's gone live. I'm so excited about this course because I know that it works. The students that have completed my online course have felt so empowered and so inspired that within 30 days, they've launched their own shows, which is truly incredible. I'm so honored to help them follow their dreams, and I can't wait to help you guys too. So to find out more about this course, you can visit us at www.twjanae.com and click the shop button to find out more, or you can just swipe up and visit us in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. We have a wonderful guest today. Dixie, can you say hi to everybody? Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. Yeah, I can't wait. So before we begin, let's introduce you to our listeners. Um, Can you tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started? Yeah. So my name is obviously Dixie Bagley, and I am located in Rome, Georgia, which is northwest Georgia. And I bought a barn um, about 12 years ago and intended on making that barn my home and did a wedding as a favor for a friend. And it has just kind of grown from there. It's grown into a wedding venue that's been very successful and booking weddings for the past 12 years that turned into a bakery, that turned into a planning company, that turned into another wedding venue. So the ball has just kept rolling for us as far as being in the wedding industry. Wow, that's incredible. So you have one wedding for your friend, and then it just sort of sparked from there? Uh, Yes. 
That's incredible. Oh my goodness. So how many weddings do you guys do a year? I do about 40 a year here on site. That's great. That's cool. And what is the new property? The new property is an airplane hangar here in Rome. It was a former flight school and they just kind of went out of business and it's just a beautiful, big, white, very clean airplane hangar. Oh, wow. And people have weddings there? We've had, haven't had any weddings yet. It's only about a year old, but we've done several rehearsal dinners and parties and stuff like that. It's just a cool space. And let's face it, not a lot of people get to hang out on a runway and with bistro lights and a cool hangar. So. Oh my gosh, that sounds incredible. <laughs> we don't have anything like that in New York that I know of. So that's so cool. Well, I'm so glad that you're here today. And, you know, we're going to be talking about vendor listings and working with vendors and the properties and sort of why that's important as, uh, you know, us as creatives in the wedding industry, specifically wedding photographers or planners. And, you know, I think for our listeners, you know, can you explain, you know, what the vendor listing is? So, in essence, it's a list of very reliable vendors that work well with the venue. So, the vendor that is coming to the venue and the venue have such a good relationship that they trust each other. And it just makes for overall smoother experience for your wedding or your party or whatever it is that you're having. Because these two people or this group of people, rather, are so accustomed to working with each other that they just set each other up for success. And it ensures that your client kind of gets the best experience possible. Yeah, I love that. I know when I find a venue that I love working with, I always want to sort of make a good impression and give them the photos and, and be part of that that circle, <laughs> you know, that circle of trust yeah. where they're like, oh, yeah, you can come here anytime. Yeah. <laughs> so why do you think that it's helpful to be part of the preferred venue, vendor listing at a venue? Well, from the client perspective, I know it really builds trust. When the client comes here to us and they see my preferred vendor list or what I call my dream team. So I have four in each category that are just absolutely no fail, always going to be the best. Um, and that just really builds trust with that client to see that and go, oh, well, she's got great connections and she's, you know, done her due diligence in working with these people and building relationships. And it takes a little bit of worry off their shoulders, you know, and, and kind of makes them feel more relaxed about the process. Yeah, exactly. And you're already, you know, I feel like the venue is probably the one of the first things besides the planner that gets booked first. So if yeah. you're giving them a list, you're, I love you call it the dream team, <laughs> you know, a list of people that you love working with in four cat, four or five categories and your five, four or five favorites, you know, they have a good place of reference to start. Right. And from the business perspective, it just ensures, again, going back to what I said earlier, a smooth event for you as a photographer and me as a planner in the venue. It just lets us all know that, oh, this is going to be a great weekend. We've got great professionals and we're all great team working together. And it's just going to be a really smooth, great, fun event. Yeah, I love that. So do you think it can help or hurt your business to be part of these listings? I definitely think it helps. Um more so than hurts because that again we're going back to the building trust it lets people know that you have been in the industry that you're trusted in the industry and that you're a professional as far as the hurting part the only people who really don't like that are the people who have their uncle who takes photos sometimes or their aunt who sometimes does flowers and they don't want to do that they don't want to choose a vendor off the list right. they want to use their own people and you have as a venue or a vendor, you have to decide if that's your client or not. Right, right. So what about, do you, 
What about making it like mandatory to use only the vendors on your list? Is that something that you have run into or maybe we can get your thoughts about that? I do make it mandatory. Um, however, I am open to looking at vendors. So there, I mean, there's a lot of vendors out there that I have no idea who they are. There's so many wonderful people in the industry. So if you come to me as my client and you say, I want to use this person to do my photography, I'm going to take a look at them. And if they are a legitimate vendor and do good work and have a good reputation, I'm 100% open to reaching out to them and asking for their certificate of liability and making sure that they are insured and getting to know them and adding them to my list. Oh, that's really good to know. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about insurance a bunch of times on this podcast, but if you guys, if you're listening, you don't have, if you don't know what a COI is, (laughs) you have, you better find out. You need it. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. You need a certificate of insurance from your um, policy. um, If you want to work at a really reputable or, um, you know, established uh, venue, I feel like I'm definitely getting requests more and more for them. Some venues ask, some venues don't. And I, the ones that I frequent the most, I just send it in advance. I'm like, here you guys go. (laughs) I know you're going to need it. We love you. We love you. (laughs) Yes, totally. So it's funny because I asked about the hurt part because I'm on a couple of preferred vendor listings, which I, I'm so proud of and so happy for because I definitely get inquiries for those places that I want to keep working on, working with and working at very often. But I have had some brides book me because they were like, I didn't want anyone from the preferred vendor list. I didn't want anyone that had been there before. And maybe this is just for photographers because they want like a new perspective. But I thought, you know, maybe it's like a double-edged sword there. Yeah, I think it can be for people who keep their list small. For mm-hmm. us, for example, my, my vendor list is technically not a list. I do have those top four in each category, but when it comes to photographers, there's so many to choose from. So my vendor list is a group on Facebook where I put all the vendors, and that group is about 250 people right now. And so when I book a couple, I can easily go in there and say, hey, I just booked this couple and this is their date and we need a photographer, a DJ, et cetera. Let me know who's available. And, you know, so I have a lot to choose from. So I don't really box it in for my clients as far as having to choose only from a little handful of vendors. We're very diverse in that aspect. Oh, wow. I never heard of that before. That's incredible. So you have like a pool of vendors just like kind of at your disposal, almost like a planner. I do. It's I joke and call it my Facebook file cabinet of all my, <laughs> of all my vendors. It just, you know, with us being a destination wedding venue, we get the privilege of working with, especially in the photographer category, people from all over the United States and sometimes outside of the United States. And so I've got a very big vendor list because of that. And I like a lot of photographers and a lot of DJs and I just can't really just solely commit to just four. Right. Right. So I'm sure people are wondering now, like, well, how do I get on the list? So, you know, how do you get on the list? Yeah. So a great start is I tell everybody immediately start following the people you like um, or the venues you like on social media, start commenting on their photos so that they become aware of you and see you um, out there and always reach out for a call or a visit. I know, you know, sometimes it's hard to do a visit, but especially for a photographer in a venue, you really want the photographer to visit the venue because for us, we are so big, we're a 300 acre venue. I would hate for you to show up on the day of and promise my client that you are going to do all of this stuff and then get here and realize and go, wow, this is a really big property. And I may not have bought enough shooters or I may not have allotted for enough time or I may have wore the wrong shoes um, for getting around right, on this right. property. So visiting is always a plus. 
um, you know, as far as just getting to know the venue and the people who run the venue. That's good. Okay. And do you have to pay to be on this list or, or is it free? Absolutely not. It's free. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. And what about people who charge to be on the list? What do you think about that? Because I have been solicited to be part of um, preferred vendor listings. Um, if I gave the, um, I guess the event manager, like a kickback, like if I, if they sent me a couple and they booked me, I would have to pay them 15% of my fee, which I was like, Whoa, what, what do you think about that? I am 100% against that. I just think it's wrong. And maybe it's the Southern girl in me that just thinks that, you know, that that's not fair for our clients. It's already a lot of money that people spend to have this dream wedding. And that's not a very trust building practice. Right. I find, and I I think that if a client found that out after the fact that they would really be disappointed and have a bad taste in their mouth for the people they did business. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And, you know, I work with a lot of planners too and, you know, uh, they refer photographers and vendors, you know, out of sort of the, the sheer goodwill of what you were saying in the beginning, where Mm -hmm. you want to create this environment where your clients, you know, set up to win. So they're not going to charge a fee because they know like it's good. The flowers are going to be beautiful or they're going to by the venue or the photography is going to match what they, their clients. And, you know, fee, I think, you know, it's like a weird, a thing, but people do, but I know it's very common, I think internationally and maybe in, in other States too, but in New York, I think there's like a handful of people. That's nice to know that you right. don't do it. <laughs> right. No, no, no. I have vendors who offer to give me a kickback and I just tell them that I would much rather, you know, some photos or just a, a thank you note or a shout out on social media or a hug. That's all. I don't need a kickback. I love that. Yeah. That is power in the thank you notes. That's really good to know. Yeah. So, There's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, yeah. So what would you do um, if you had to remove a vendor? Like, have you ever had that situation happen? I have. It's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> so did you tell them or did you just remove them silently? No, I always talk to them about that. Majority of the time when something comes up with that, it's where the client is coming back to me and telling me something that I don't know. Mm -hmm. In other words, the vendor was not going to do that in front of me or say that, you know what I mean, in front of me because they know that I would be disappointed with that. So when that happens, I always go, you know, talk to the client in detail, also talk to the vendor and get their perspective. But Nine times out of 10, it's for things, the simple things, it's lack of communication um, or being rude, which is, you know, it follows into a lack of communication. It's things like that and not working well with other vendors that give me reason to say, we know this may not be the best fit. Right. Yeah. I think that's really smart. And we've talked about that a bunch here about how kindness can just go so long, you know, so it goes such Mm -hmm. a long way, especially in your tenure um, for your career and in life, you know, it's like, if yes. you're nice to people, they will be nice back to you. Yes. I mean, you get so much more out of people. Exactly. Yeah. If you walk into a situation and you're, you're angry or mad, it's like, they're not going to help you, you know? Right. right. <laughs> I know plenty of, um, photographers that I have worked with or a second shot with, and they were not nice. And you know what? They, they're not in business anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. We've had a photographer come here and just, blatantly disregard the timeline and tell me verbatim that he was going to do exactly what he wants to do on the timeline that he wants to do it. And 
which is, you know, that throws everyone off that the whole day, the caters, the food, everything. And he just, he had the timeline. If he had an issue with it, he should have said so beforehand instead of getting here and acting like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We've had um, a couple planners on too, and they have, you know, given us great tips where they just say, you know, talk to your planner or venue or photographer, you know, six, you know, 60 days out, go over the timeline, make sure it works for you and, you know, show up well, well prepared and well informed. I think you'll go real far. So maybe you can share, you know, like your top five tips, you know, on how to get on a preferred vendor list at a venue um, that you want to be associated with. Yeah. So my number one is follow them on social media. Um, that's worked so well for me and so many outlets just to start following people on social media and comment on their photos. If you like them, I know a lot of us are, will find a photo and kind of like it and see it, but we won't comment, you know, and I'm like, no, go back and comment. But there's a reason you stopped on that and looked at it and did a double take, you know, compliment them on their work. Um, reaching out to the venue is always a must, whether it's a visit or a call. Offer a special package maybe um, for the venue recommend the venue on your own social media and make um, post on your own social media if you can about that venue saying what you love about it you know why it's special why you would love to work there right right and you think that the venue would notice that and just sort of remember you um, when you were to inquire about doing a walkthrough do you do you would you recommend especially for photographers who are listening um like contacting the venue venue and saying, hey, I'd love to do a walkthrough. Um, I can take photos for you. I mean, do you think venues like that sort of stuff? I do. I think that that's a great thing. I just had a photographer reach out last week who um, is looking to get into the wedding industry aspect of photography a little bit more. Um, and he just called me and we scheduled a visit to sit down. He came out and visited. And next week he is coming out and he's just going to do some family shoots out here you know, a really inexpensive family shoots, 30 minutes, a hundred dollars all day long. And that way that's going to, he's going to post those on social media. Those clients are going to post those and they're going to tag him. They're going to tag the farm and it's just going to help to get that exposure out there. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody wants to do their mini sessions at um, a venue that they want to get in on, that's great. And do you charge him sort of like um, you know, a fee like that he has to be on there sort of, I don't know, a site fee, right? That's what it's called. I, I am not because I want to help him get started. I think he's really talented. And so I'm not charging him a site fee. I just want him to tag the venue. Oh, that's amazing. Well, that's a good tip, you guys. If you want to get in a yeah. venue, make yeah. some friends. That's good. So, okay. So this is like my, not my favorite part, but I think it's really important for, for our audience to know what not to do, right? What should you avoid? We already, we already sort of touched on one big thing. But maybe you can share like your top three no-nos with our audience that they absolutely avoid. Yeah, cold, the cold email where they just send the email and say, hey, my name is so-and-so. I want to be on your preferred vendor list. Here's my information. Goodbye. That's a a no. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, I don't even know who you are. And it's just, you know, it's not warm. It's not personal. And it just lets me know that they haven't really looked into us or that's the email they probably, you know, sent to everybody and they're just trying to get on as many lists as they can. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's normally something I just don't even, I won't, if I get that email, I'm not even going to look at their social media links. Right. Um, You don't even reply. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And the other one is telling clients that you have worked at a venue just to get the job when you have not. 
Oh, wow. Good one. That, ha- that happens a lot. And that's when the customer's like, oh, yeah, I want to use ABC photographer. And they said they know you and they've been there. And I have to go, well, they haven't. Um, <laughs> right. And that makes a photographer look so bad. They should have just been honest and said, hey, I haven't been there, but I'm dying to go there. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. I'm always like, no, it's on my dream list. You know, like yeah. I know every crevice of that from stalking it on social media. <laughs> Yes, yes. And the the other thing is, it kind of ties into that is not being honest about the pricing in order to get the job. So a lot of people, you know, well, they've not been here, they want to be here or at another venue, and they'll just give this price to kind of reel people in. And then once they get there, they, you know, go, oh, well, for us to do this, it'll be this much more or for us to be there that length of time, it'll be this much more. And that's very off putting to the client. Oh, so what do you mean? Like if they give them a low ball offer and then they book the client and then they. Yes. So oh, like okay. Giving their basic uh, package price, but then not. So in essence for us, most of our wedding days here are 15 hour days. Um, oh, because wow. we have cottages on site. So the day starts really early mm-hmm. with hair and makeup, everything being on site. And so a lot of times they will give that low ball price in order to get the job and reel the customer in. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, that's a 15-hour day, so we're going to have to, you know, tack on this many hours, and rightfully so, but they should have made that very clear in the first place. Right, yeah, yeah. I guess that's different for photography, or or maybe, maybe not. I feel like I'm very honest. Well, yeah, I definitely want to know sort of the outline of the day and how many hours they need. I mean, most of my collections or offerings start at nine hours, so that's like a good a good start, at least for photography, because most couples, you know, I always say like, you don't want me there right when you wake up or right at the end. I come like at the sweet spot when you're just about done and you're cutting the cake and you're not totally intoxicated. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yes, you know, you don't want those blackmail photos at the end of the night. So I guess it's different, but for florists and planners, like they have long days for sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love this. Oh, my gosh. These tips have been so helpful. Dixie, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So let's tell everybody how they can find out more about you, uh, your company, and say hello online. Yeah. So obviously, Facebook, Instagram, you can find us there. So we have so many pages, unfortunately. For, but for <laughs> Facebook, it's The Farm Rome GA. And we've also got Dixie Weddings and Events and the Sweet Bar Room GA and the Tillman Hanger. There's a lot there, as well as on Instagram, the same ones. Okay, great. Well, all this information will be in the show notes, so you guys can just swipe on up and say hi to Dixie and let her know you listen to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. to check out all their links and information in the show notes you can find out more about them and their services and give them a shout out online and on instagram if you're listening take a screenshot share it with your um in your instagram stories tag at janae kirshner and i'll share it in mine can't wait to hear from you guys soon and share our next cup of tea together bye